while others, uh, while the world is torn apart and New York is a mess, uh -huh. we're just amusing ourselves by reading uh, mystical poetry. Huh? Don't say that. Huh? Don't say that. We don't amuse ourselves. We're not amused? We don't try to calm ourselves. Why not? Oh. Because we're, you know, we're a mess. We're having a mess. Also. Why should we be a mess when the world's... How do you feel We could laugh it, it off. We can laugh it off. Simply laugh it away. Not having any compassion, God's Compassion? Strangers. <laughs> All right, well, we'll figure out how Sufis... I sleep at night, and my thoughts are always turmoil, fear, etc. And you say you amuse yourself. We're, um, we're, um, we're not amusing ourselves in poetry? No. Okay, well, it's no, serious we business. We try to calm down a little bit. We try uh, to read some spiritual poetry for healing, in a way. Well, we start our day with uh, our start, our the first thing of the day is uh, healing poetry. So we start on the, we're trying to start on the right foot. We're trying to start out on the right foot. So we're reading poem 63 of Mata Inor, of poems of Santarshan Singh translated into 55. Translated as 55 in Love's Last Madness, revised edition. Hmm. Let's see what he says. When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers, steeped in wisdom divine. Sparring no thought for themselves, sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep <coughs> your mad lovers amused. Amidst a flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how your mad lovers defy the assaults of fortune. Who knows? It's funny, I just read this, but it's like I hadn't. Who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived? Uh -huh. Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. Uh -huh. Your mad lovers are per perishing of unfulfilled desire. Interesting that I read about intermittent visit intermittently. Visit inter. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Your mad lovers are cheerful no matter their condition. <laughs> you got to read it again. Huh? Mm. It says, When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. 
Wondrous are your mad lovers, steeped in wisdom divine. Hmm. If you remember, we read in uh, Hafez, he said, Sadness does not exist in a wise man's heart. And then we read this thing, Sadness does not exist in a wise man's heart. Hafez. Uh -huh. Hafez is a big shot in Suf and Persian mysticism, Persian poetry. And Darshan says, when affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers, steeped in wisdom divine. The ones who are steeped in wisdom divine, they're wondrous. And they are the mad lovers. And this book is Love's Last Madness. And then he says, when affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Uh -huh. And the next next verse, he says, Sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. Now, now they are con consumed by the suffering. Right? Before they laughed it away, now they're consumed by it. Uh -huh. This verse is included in Talashi Nur, but omitted. This verse is included in Talashi Nur, but omitted from Ati Nur. The Urdu reads, Na Apni Hash Ki Parva. 2.16. That is the poem. I'm with the poem now. I'm staying with the Urdu. Yeah, I should learn to pronounce the Urdu correctly. You should learn to pronounce Urdu. Talashi Nur, line, it's uh, 139 from Talashi. That's the reference. Okay, read the poem, I said. Well, the translation of Talashi Nur, verse 139, is sparring no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain. Consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. They're indifferent to their own pain and they're consumed by the suffering. Yeah, we said that. All right. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? All right. He's saying you should not, I think it says not to notice the faults of others. Their own state suffices to keep their mad lovers amused. All right, their own state. Suffices. About their own taking away meditation. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Like, how would they. Their own state suffices to keep. To keep their your mad lovers amused. And. It says. Verse 3, Sandarshan has written that through self-introspection, those who are keen to meet the Divine Beloved become so intent on eradicating their own faults that they have no time to criticize others and no heart to look at others' failings. Reference point uh, to page 120, Spiritual Awakening. Mm -hmm.
what she says uh, further. What's he say? Page 120, Spiritual Awakening. Once we become alive to our own dark spots, then we are more apt to refrain, reform ourselves and not spend all our time trying to reform others. It is our, our ego that causes us to see the faults in others and ignore our own. Swami Ram Dirtha once placed an advertisement in the newspaper which read, quote, Wanted reformers, not of others, but of themselves. <laughs> The trouble with us is that we always try to pick holes in the character of others. We spend all our time finding fault with others, but we never take even a minute to look into our own heart and find out what blemishes are in our character. Paldu, Paltu Sahib. Interesting. Who is this Paltu Sahib? Paltu Sahib has said that if you want salvation, you should stop thinking about the ills of others and start looking into your own heart. And Christ has said... Well, why beholdst thou the mot that is in thy brother's eye? But consider, it's not the beam that is in thine own eye. One of my verses is, Those who are mad in love with thee have no time to laugh at the affairs of others. They only laugh at themselves. <laughs> what verse is that, though? If we are lost in the love of our beloved, we will not laugh at others. We will not have time to criticize others. We will only laugh at our own blemishes and wrongdoings. So I'm saying we should laugh at ourselves. <laughs> so we should laugh. <laughs> laugh at ourselves. We're laughing. This is set up to laugh at ourselves. The purpose of this podcast is so I can laugh at myself. I can do it, make mistakes and then laugh at them. Oh. Hmm. Who's this Paul II Sahib? Hmm. I like to do my diversionary readings. Paul II. Why do you just read the poem a couple of times? I will. I'm going to read it. You just stop every once in a while you divert. I know, I don't read it enough. It, it, uh, it loses the cohesion. You don't know what's... All right, thanks for the criticism. What is the poem? What is the All right, rest? I'll read the poem before I go to Paul II Saeed. You don't have passion to read carefully twice to see how I'm not careful understand. enough. Patient, you know that. I like patience. <laughs> I know. I'm in a you rush. Like to understand it before you read it. Yeah. I'm in a rush to understand. Paltu Sahib. I'm upset when I don't know somebody. He was supposed to. I'm tired. I'm gonna be tired of reading poetry. Okay. And I'll read the poetry and stop being uh, scatterbrained. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go back to the poem now. We were. We had read. Uh, how would I'm missing? You know, on the enjoyment of the poem, on the beauty of the poem. I know. How would they? How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep their mad lovers amused. Amidst a flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. Hmm. He's saying to overfill the cup. Yeah, so they get even mother. Amongst the flood of tears, this is when you're suffering. This is during hard times. So that's how they heal themselves. That's how they feel better, in a way. 
So I can take this cup of coffee and overfill my cup and overfill my cup to overflowing. So all I have to do is over, over meditate. <laughs> Amidst the flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how your mad lovers defy the assaults of torture. Did he say torture? What's wrong with me? Assaults of fortune. God, <laughs> I don't even read it right. <laughs> hmm. Amidst the flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how your mad lovers defy the assaults of fortune. It's the same idea whenever they're attacked or have a rough time. Assaults of fortune, right? Who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived? Uh, your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own colors. Now, tearing their own colors is a, a Sufi poetry symbol. Uh, yeah, but it... It justifies looking up. You don't want to hear the hear the. No, I like to hear the. All right. I like to see what says later. All right. You're an internalist uh, interpreter of, in, of of the poem itself. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. That makes sense, right? Yeah, it is from where you earlier on, okay? Who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived? Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. He's, just, he's asking for a glance. At least once in a while. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire. Hmm. Isn't that not true that you want periodic glances? Carl, why do you do it? Uh, what? Stop uh, saying All right. anything. All right. All right. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Connected with the periods, you read something, you say something of yourself, and then you're going back, and I don't know where it goes to come right. and where this. Uh, your mad lovers are cheerful no matter their condition. All right, I'll read the poem again. You want me to read the poem again? God. I read it enough times that... Uh, You're impossible. You don't read it continuously, okay? You don't read it without well, I, having to say something about it. Uh, well, I could read it three times before I comment. How many yeah. times I got to read it? You didn't. You didn't read it once without stopping uh, and putting okay. whatever... Uh, All right. I'll read it like a robot, and then I'll comment. When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers steeped in wisdom divine. Sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep your mad lovers amused. 
A mist of flooded tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how your mad lovers defy the assaults of fortune. Who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived. Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Your mad lovers are cheerful, no matter their condition. Do I have to read it again without comment? That's what I was saying. It's I'm going to make it even more tough when you interrupt it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't understand that. I don't understand. No, that's why you will never understand poetry if you do that. Okay. You don't go from uh, uh, reading a sentence and going to the analysis. Oh, I do too much read analysis. I go into analysis too quickly. <laughs> well. That's the problem with the world, is too much analysis. <laughs> Maybe it's the analysis on the news that's no good. They should just give you the news. They should give you facts and not analysis. That's what I disagree with the news. I hate it when they do analysis myself. <laughs> I'm going to read the poem again because of the problems with analysis. When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers steeped in wisdom divine, uh -huh. sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep your mad lovers amused. Amidst a flood of terrors, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how your mad lovers defy the salts of fortune. He's, who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived. Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Your mad lovers are, are cheerful, no matter their condition. They're always cheerful. And Hafez, if I go back to analysis, Hafez, Hafez says, Sadness does not exist in a wise man's heart. Did you understand now? I understand, I think. I understand that you're cheerful all the time when you're when you have wisdom. Like Afez says, sadness doesn't exist in a wise man's heart. And Kabir, Kabir says, in the gay song a lament, in the lament an allegro. Mm -hmm. mm. Do you understand that? My sadness vanished when the king passed by. My sadness vanished when the king passed by. Line 1690, Atar, Conference of the Birds. 
they all agree. All these mad lovers, the mad lovers agree. All your mad lovers are cheerful no matter their condition. All these, including Hafez, Paltu Sahib, and Hafez, and Atar, and Darshan, and everyone else. Mm -hmm. Actually, we didn't figure out what this, we're tearing their own collars, you're supposed to look that up. You wouldn't let me do analysis. Uh, it says uh, the collar bit, four or five. Hmm. Mm, it says, th these darners are, have been enlisted to mend the collars and cloaks of distraught lovers during the night of waiting for the beloved. Conventionally in Urdu and Persian poetry, a lover feels so suffocated by overwhelming passion for his beloved that to seek relief, he rends his collar, tears off his shirt, and goes off wandering distractedly in the forest. Here the poet declares he tore his cloak in the grief of separation from God at the dawn of creation. The dawn of the night of waiting, this tear can be mended only by their reunion. All right, so... What he says is, your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. That's what he's referring to, because it's conventional in Persian poetry. That's why we're trying to learn conventions. We're having a convention uh, of the conference of the birds, a convention on Sufi symbolism in... Persian poetry. Hmm. 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 Goodness, so little known about Paul too. Hmm. Goodness. I thought Wikipedia knew everything, but it doesn't seem to know anything. Hmm. P A L T U. Paul Tu Sahib was a mystic of the highest order. He lived in northern India in the 18th century. 18th century is not really ancient. Well, 18th century. Like many great spiritual teachers, he chose to write in verse form. Books were a scarce luxury.
Now we have silence and no commentary. <laughs> Where are you going? Huh? Seems we could read about pole too. There's a book called Paltu Sant Paltu, His Life and Teachings, Radhaswami Satsang Bhat Bias. So, um, now, are you feeling cheerful after reading this? Cheerful about the world? No. Your med lovers are cheerful no matter their condition. So, we're bound to be cheerful all the time. Huh? Mm -hmm. Let me read this again so it'll cheer us up. When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers, steeped in wisdom divine. We could become steeped by reading this, in wisdom divine. Sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain. Consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep your mad lovers amused. Amidst a flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. This is how <laughs> I have to get my coffee cup before it overflows. This is how your mad lovers divide the salts of fortune. Who knows? what came over them as soon as spring arrived. Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Hmm. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Your mad lovers are cheerful no matter their condition. I was saying something about, it says, bestow the glance periodically. Once in a while, bestow a glance. And it's interesting how in the one saint he says, he says, visit intermittently. And, and then Kabir said you should visit your master once a year, at least. <laughs> and then this other guy says, uh, uh, we have a guest star again. Huh? We have a lot of guest stars. But this is like a conference of all existing Sufis. Hmm. He says, this may have come from, from Mohammed of all people. This is Assembly 50 from Saturday, the 20th of the month of Rajab. 7-18, September 24, 7, 13, 18, by Nazim Adin Ayi in the Classics of Western Spirituality. I obtained the benefit of kissing his feet. I had a tradition in mind. 
I wanted to confirm its veracity. Now a tradition is tradition is a, a teaching within Islam that's probably outside the Quran. This is the tradition, quote, visit intermittently and increase the bonds of love. Visit intermittently and increase the bonds of love. This is this a tradition of the Prophet? Blessings and peace be upon him. Unquote. I ask. Quote, yes. Unquote. He's replied. So the Sufi master said, yes, that is. Aliyah says, yes, that is a tradition. Visit intermittently. This tradition has been transmitted by Abu Hurairah. May God be pleased with him. The occasion for its pronouncement was as follows. Abu Hurairah was always in attendance on the Prophet. When the Prophet, blessings and peace be upon him, told Abu Ayyuyah, visit intermittently. The Master, may God remember him with favor, replied, quote, you see, when someone comes one day but does not come the next day, they call that intermittent visitation. Hence the Prophet, blessings and peace be upon him, told Abu Huraya, H-U-R-A-I-R-A, visit intermittently, that is, come one day, but do not come the next, to increase the bonds of love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's from page 302 in uh, Morals for the Heart, Nizam Adin Aliyah, A-W-L-I-Y-A, the Classics of Western Spirituality. So we got him in there. Remember how when I used to come visit you, like on the weekends, and we were more in love when I visited intermittently? <laughs> So we could, instead of being together all the time, we could visit intermittently. Mm -hmm. You're more in love when you're separated more. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm going to visit the Master periodically. Mm -hmm. Once a year at least, like Kabir said to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I go to Chicago. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it says that we need... Once, once in a while, at least bestow a glance that revives. I need a revival, in a way. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire, because right now we're kind of perishing of unfulfilled desire. Hmm. Do you think we should get... How are we going to get a periodic glance? Once in a while, at least, to bestow a glance that revives. Hmm. Should we do inter visit intermittently with the master, as well as do intermittent fasting, and eat every other day? Uh, let me read this poem again. When affliction assails them, they simply laugh it away. Wondrous are your mad lovers steeped in wisdom divine. Sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. How would they even notice what is laughable in others? Their own state suffices to keep your mad lovers amused. Amid a flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. 
This is how your mad lovers defy the assaults of fortune. Who knows what came over them as soon as spring arrived. Your mad lovers, as if fighting themselves, were tearing their own collars. Once in a while, at least, bestow a glance that revives. Your mad lovers are perishing of unfulfilled desire. I've watched Darshan pass through times of joy and affliction. Your mad lovers are cheerful, no matter their condition. Hmm. That was quite cheering. So we read poem 55 in Love's Last Madness Revised Edition, which is the same as 63 in Mate, you know with a little second verse as Talashi in there, 139. I don't know how this is structured so that there's a mixture of the poems, and who knows how this is written. We actually know nothing about any of it, so that's why we're struggling with it and need a glance once in a while. Any comment? Do you understand the poem? Are you cheered up at all? Not. You're not cheered? Mm-mm. You're not cheered. Why not? I'm too consumed with what's going on there. Yeah, but you should overflow your cup with the... Amidst a flood of tears, they pour the cup to overflowing. You can meditate and feel better, probably. Or go get a get a glance bestowed upon you that revives. Or uh, what can you do? Don't pay attention to the. Don't notice what is laughable in others. I don't. I could not notice what is laughable and not criticize others. They do too much analysis. They have so much yeah. false information also. False. They just don't know what to believe. That's crazy. Well, there's a lot of fake news and there's a lot of news. And there's so many interpret. Everyone thinks they have to interpret it. They have to be find out what's laughable in others. They have to, they have to criticize others. Everyone is a critic. Why don't we take on the role of criticizing everyone on earth? Uh-huh. We'll be critics of everyone uh-huh. and not to pay attention to our own self. Uh-huh. We could observe all the possible news. We're reading others criticizing others. Everyone seems to be a critic because they have to. They're obligated to make a comment on Facebook. And hmm. do you think we have to obligated to make a comment? Hmm. Hmm. No. 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 I usually don't comment. Maybe you should find that those passages about not following politics, and not involving yourself in politics, and just post that and have it automatically post every day that it's wrong to follow politics. And 
That'll be my permanent posting. Hmm. 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 I don't know. Hmm. Are we confused by, is it coronavirus we're confused by, or is it curfew, or is it looting and violence and protesting? Hmm. You know, we could read about protesting in uh, Mert, Thomas Merton about like the 1960s, uh, about uh, 1968. See if anything changed at all. <laughs> uh, want me to read this poem again? Want to make you feel better? No. All right, then I'll stop. We're not getting better, so, but we'll get better. So, if the poetry doesn't work, then I recommend intense exercise and sunlight. So, later on, I'm going to just go out and play tennis and get some sun. <laughs> That'll cure everything.